You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. I'm a British robot lady. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hey, Justin. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? Good, man. You want to talk about um, Midnight Mass a little bit? Because I actually did watch it finally. Oh, you did see it? I didn't fucking watch. All right, listen. I didn't watch the last episode yet. But I <sighs> but I did. <laughs> I, I'm going to finish it tonight. But, you know, I saw the rest of Midnight Mass. And, uh. The first, uh, whatever, six episodes. You know, I, I, I think I could talk about it enough anyway at this point um, with you. <laughs> and, and then, you can. <laughs> in a non-spoiler way for other people, I suppose. Yeah. Um, um, it's a hard show to talk about. Because it, it's another one of those things and it's marketed a certain way. And it's not that kind of show. And it, No. <laughs> M- Malignant did that, which we talked about like uh, yep. recently. And this is definitely in the same vein of that. Um, I was extremely impressed by what it became. I did not expect it to be spoilers, a fucking vampire show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, near did I, man. I, I honestly had no idea what to expect going into it. I, uh, I had stayed spoiler free. I heard great things about it, but other than the fact that it was great, I didn't know anything about it going in. And that's what I suggest everybody do because, oh my God. Yeah, man, it was, uh, it's certainly impressive. Um, yeah, you know, honestly, uh, Mike Flanagan, the, the creator of it, the same guy that did a haunting on Hill house, same guy that did haunting on blind manor, Dr. Sleep, Dr. Sleep. Um, yep. Oculus, which I actually enjoyed a lot. I love that movie, movie so much. Um, and also, uh, he did uh, Gerald's Game. Yeah, sure. The guy's, you know, he's a genius. He's a, a, he is. a horror and he, genius. And it feels like he kind of came out of nowhere and just started dropping, like, some of the best horror content you're going to find. Yeah. You know, just, here you go. Here's a thing I have for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything that I think that he's made uh, in the last, like, decade or so has... Has gotten a lot of attention, um, especially the, the Netflix shows. Yeah, and I don't hear people talking about this as much as the last two, like the Haunting of whatever. I didn't hear people talk about this as much. I know the Haunting shows; like, everybody was fucking watching those. Yeah, everybody yeah. was watching those, and they were great. Oh yeah, they're both, great. Both, both of them are great. I know some people are like, oh, the second one isn't as good. It, 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 they're both great. I think they're amazing. Yeah, you know, they're just different. If you if you went into it thinking that it was going to be, it won't. You know, it, it's its own thing. It's well, yeah, it it is, but it's still like equally as good. I think. Um, I think Midnight Mass though might be the best thing he has done yet. You know, honestly, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. Um, First of all, it's not. It's an original story. Yeah. Right, because a lot of the, the stuff that he has that's popular, it's adaptations. It is, but that. And, and and honestly, and the word ad- adaptation is used loosely with that stuff because yeah. I've read both those books and they're nothing like that show at all. Right. Um, and uh, so it, you know, but he but he is very faithful with his uh, Stephen King adaptations. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I'm not saying that taking writing credit away. You know, it's just that this this story is just completely original. 
Nah, man, I was blown away by it. Uh, well, so far, obviously, I don't, I don't, I don't think the ending is going to change that. Uh, for me, it, well, I, I don't think it will. Um, like, not to get into it too much. Yeah. Um, I like. I'm always prepared for you know endings of things to be kind of disappointing, especially if it's an ending to a great thing that I'm loving so much. So, like the first six episodes, like I was just so invested. And then in the seventh episode, I was ready for some kind of disappointment, and I wasn't at all disappointed by the, that ending. The episode with the actual mass? At the, ver- the seventh episode. Oh, I the mean. seventh episode, the last episode. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll only go as far as saying that it's about vampires as far as spoilers go, because I think everybody really should watch it. Um, I, only, I honestly don't even think you should have said that much. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. But that might get someone to watch it. <laughs> there, there's there's a lot there's a lot that happens in the show, and saying that, although it does sort of take the surprise out of what the show is, it's there's still a lot of stuff in oh. there that oh yeah, you know I, I'm I'm not even gonna touch. Um, yeah, it, and that's you know in true Mike Flanagan fashion is a lot of surprises and a lot of mm-hmm. twists and turns. That all that just work real well. I was gonna say I, I will say this: uh, the show, like most of Mike Flanagan's shows on Netflix, is a slow burn. Yeah. Um, stick with it. Yeah, it's not. It's you know, it's not a hard watch, even when it's no. slower. It's not. You know, like because the dialogue and you know just the atmosphere and stuff like that, it's enough to hold your attention. Um, he's real good at like. He's real good at dialogue, and he's real good at, like, yeah. tension-building uh, scenes. And he's and, great at casting, too. The cast for this show is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't... Oh, the fucking priest is amazing. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Who is that guy? Where did he come from? <laughs> good. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a little nervous to ask that question, but... Um, <laughs> that's... Yeah, he, he, I, don't, I don't know who he is either, honestly. He looked a little familiar. Um, I don't know that I've really seen him in anything. He's he's fucking amazing. He's definitely the uh, he's definitely like the breakout role of that show. Oh yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Like I don't think uh, like like I said, I I don't. He does look familiar. I don't know where from. I couldn't tell you where from. Um, but I'm gonna see. Actually, I, I want to look him up. Uh, it's, it's Hamish. <laughs> it's vampiric in origin. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's been in things. Oh, he was in Battleship, and uh, he was in the uh, the first Fantastic Four movie. Like the one that got me. No, 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 <laughs> the, no, not that one. The Chris Evans one. He he's been in things. Um, All right, but well. nothing, nothing. But yeah, um, there were there were a few um, a few Mike Flanagan uh, regulars, Kate Siegel, obviously, um, but also Henry Thomas. Hmm. Oh, right. That's uh, right. I forgot. Okay. And I didn't even recognize no, him at first. No, I didn't either. Well, you know what? That's the funny thing about this show is that when I first started watching, I'm like, you know what? It looks like a lot of people in the show are wearing old people makeup. Yeah. And I figured something was going to happen with that. I didn't know what. I certainly didn't expect it to be like a vampire story. But right right off the bat, I, I did kind of notice that like these people were dressed to look a little bit older, in some cases a lot older, than they're supposed to be. Although, you know what I find funny about that? Oh. Uh, Bev. 
Okay. The woman we all love to hate so much. Sure. Um, like, how old would you put her at? Oh, man. She's like... She could be like fucking 40 or like 80. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I was having the same problem. I could not place like how old this woman was. Like, I thought, like, is she like my mom's age? Yeah, she's like, uh, yeah. She, looks- uh, she was born in 1979. Really? She's like she's only two years older than us. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, I could uh, right, but I could, but I could see that too. I, I think they just sort of, I don't know, weathered up a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I just, I just found it weird because, like, she was one of the one of the characters who was maybe not really made up so much to like for the purposes of de aging later. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I honestly thought. I, I think. The show was amazing. Um, like I said, I, I got one more episode left to watch. Um, I would really love you to finish that as soon as possible. Please. I'm going to finish it tonight, and I'll talk to you about it too. Okay. But um, it, it well, it helps. I I don't know like the conclusion. Obviously, uh, we can't talk about it too too much. But I will say this though: um, the show says a lot about the state of things right now. I think. I mean, I think it's uh, it speaks volumes about what we're going through right now. You know, on its surface, you know, it's 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 what it is. You know, it's a you know a horror show about the small town and uh, a vampire that's basically infecting uh, the people there, namely the priest. You know, somewhere in there is a show that's basically about like people being told what they are supposed to believe and what they're supposed to think is the right thing. And I mean, I I, I can't think of another time in my lifetime where that was so. That was just kind of what's going on right now in the world, you know, like not to get into like a uh, political debate, but, you know, you have people right now like who are just very opinionated to the point where like it's causing like violence and rifts. Right. We're told that this is the right thing to do on a variety of topics right now, you know, right. all like. It, and we're being told that from both sides. Right. So vehemently, right. you know, it's, but, it's, but even like the best intentions, it, it doesn't mean that that's the right thing to follow. And I think this show says that a lot in its, in its story. Well, this, this show I think is the perfect, um, visualization of that adage. The road to hell is paved in good intentions. Yeah. You know, if you look at the island that they're living on, it's a very isolated uh, place that they're living, by the way. It's it's basically a microcosm of, you're right, what's happening not only in this country, but the world in general. And they just did it in such a brilliant way. Yeah. Where, like, it never felt like it was being violent in its approach towards you. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't hitting you over the head with, with it. It was just like... We're just going to present it this way. and Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. No, it, it's not heavy-handed at all. It's not. No. But 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 I but I took that element out of it when, you know, I started watching it, especially, like, towards the end. And Oh, yeah. It's dealing with uh, religion, obviously, uh, specifically the Catholic religion. You know, so that's sort of what the... That's the net. That's the, that's basically like what they're using to tell their narrative. But uh, you could apply it to so much right now, you know. And like I said... People have good intentions and, you know, they they do find a way to sort of tell themselves that this is the right thing to do, you know. Um, 
but it's it's not always and there's something interesting that I noticed um like as the show was going on with that the the creature which for all intents and purposes is a vampire it's very clearly a vampire right mm-hmm. never once does anybody refer to it as a vampire no, they don't. even after they know what its nature is it's still referred to as an angel yeah well right like they still believe so hard that this is it's almost like everybody's in denial. Right. Even after they know for a fact that this thing's kind of a dick. Right. If they still want to say, oh no, it's an angel. It's just that this is what angels do, I guess. <laughs> you fucking dickless angel over here. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So I found that really interesting. Like, and that, that alone says a lot about, I guess the nature of not just Catholicism, maybe organized religion in general and the power of belief, whether positive or negative. Right. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, belief, that's kind of like the theme, you know, um, it's, it's really well done. You know, there's a lot that I took out of it. I don't want to go into too much of it because again, like I don't want to spoil it for anybody, although we kind of talked about enough already, but it's, it's definitely one of his, if not like best shows, best works. And a lot of people aren't talking about it as much as his other stuff. I didn't even know this fucking thing came out until you said something about it. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't even, I didn't know we had another show coming out. I, I didn't really know much about it. Um, yeah, it kind of dropped, it dropped kind of quietly. There wasn't a whole lot of buzz around yeah, it. like the end of September, and that was pretty much it. You know, Netflix, you know, they do a good job of promoting stuff they want to promote, obviously. I right. didn't really see a lot on this. Uh, and they could have. No. Just tell us it's that guy. You know, just like, right, that's yeah. all you have to do. Because, Mike Flanagan's doing something. Okay, we'll be there. Right, that's that's all it takes. Um, I would think at this point, you know, he's definitely won people's approval, you know, with the, with the last two uh, Netflix shows. You know, not to mention the movies, too. Because Doctor Sleep did really well for a sh- fucking sequel to The Shining. Actually, Doctor Sleep like financially did not do well. It, it kind of bombed. No, out but the I'm box saying fan wise, people loved but, it. Oh no, yeah. the movie is very good. Yeah. Like he he had an impossible job on that movie because he was not only making a sequel to The Shining, yeah, but he had to make a sequel to both the movie and the book somehow. Right. And he made it work. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. But yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend the show. Honestly, I'm glad you you know put me on to a little bit more because you kind of pushed me in the direction to watch it sooner than later. You know, uh, and I'm yeah. glad I did. Honestly, it's fucking amazing. Really, really God. great show. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll finish I, it. I, I, I really want to know. No, your yeah, hundred percent. Finish it. Yeah, hundred percent. I can I tell you something else I watched recently. Um, All right, what you got? I have been watching the Elvira 40th anniversary special. Special. I have not. <laughs> I have not gotten to that yet. Uh, how is it? It's pretty good. Um, but I got to tell you something. The most, <laughs> the most impressive thing about that is I'm watching this show and she's you know she's doing her horror hosting you know segments obviously right. on the couch, and I'm watching this and I'm like, she's seventy years old. <laughs> And, and the fucking crazy thing is she plays the first movie in the special is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And I'm watching that movie and we're cutting with her. I'm like, she looks the fucking same. Yeah. Like, she might be a fucking vampire. She might be. I, I've crazy. long held the assumption that she, she, she is. 
Fucking uh, but crazy. you're right. Like, fucking crazy. We she, saw she, her years ago at a did. convention. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. not like I didn't talk, we didn't talk to her, but we saw her at the, the, the same thing that we were at. And uh, yeah. she looked fucking amazing. Yeah, she looks great. And I, and I saw she's 70. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of babies are they importing to her that she's eating to keep her looking like that? <laughs> Real special Empire babies. babies. Angel babies. <laughs> Angel, Angel babies. babies. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, get ready discredit, <laughs> let's get ready to discredit me as a uh, horror movie fan. <laughs> a, I made two mistakes last podcast, and I want to correct those. Uh, okay, we're getting into the corrections department. The corrections department. Um, the The first thing is that, well, it's not really a big fucking deal because it's garbage anyway, but the Welcome to Blumhouse uh, stuff, there's only four movies. I said five. I was wrong. Um, okay. The Eli Roth History of Horror, it did have a second season. I, I didn't even realize this is the third season. Oh. Right, and I watched the second season too because I was like looking. I'm like, oh shit, I saw this already. You know what? It's it's just like that curse of like, <laughs> you watch so much shit, you just binge so much stuff that you just forget everything you watch half the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's like a major standout thing, you just don't remember it. Or like you kind of run the opposite way where everything just kind of starts blending in together. And I think that, yeah, and that's the case. I might have watched season one and two together, not knowing that I watched Not realizing seasons. that they were two yeah. separate seasons. But I started watching the third season, I guess. Um, and it's pretty good so far. They talked about uh, sequels that don't suck, which was pretty funny. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, and uh, and then the other one was about uh, infections because, you know, fucking COVID or I don't know, whatever. So, <laughs> but it's good. Um, if you, you didn't watch any of it, right? No, not yeah. yet. It's something that you would really appreciate. I think this is kind of up your alley. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, I Shutter just, has I have, it. It is on Shutter. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not the newest season, but the first two are on there. The first two? Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. It's you know, it's not like it's like up to date, really. It's just right. genres. That's all. I was going to ask, um, have you watched those documentaries that are both on Shudder, uh, In Search of Darkness? No, I you know you know what's cr- crazy is, I found out about that when the second In Search of Darkness came out. And I didn't even know it was Me the first too. one. Me too. Because uh, I guess it was like a Kickstarter kind of thing, right? Oh, was it? I didn't realize. I, and I'm not saying specifically Kickstarter, but I thought it was a crowdfunding kind of thing. I don't I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I think it might have been. Um, and then you know once they like I guess just like you, I heard about the second one and I looked up the other one. And I'm like, oh, this sounds amazing. This is like right up my right. alley. It is on, like, the top of my list of things to watch this month. So, like, I'm getting to it very soon. I um, I haven't finished the first one yet. I did start it, and it's it's very, very good so far. Yeah? I'm about halfway through. It's long. I'm about halfway through it. It's right. really long. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people I follow on YouTube that do, like, reviews and stuff like that for horror flicks. You know, more geared towards horror flicks, I guess. But a lot of these guys are talking about this. Uh, second one, and now the third one that's coming out. Oh, they're doing a third yeah, one? Yeah, I just saw a trailer for it like a, like a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and they're doing In Search of Tomorrow, or In Search for Tomorrow. I, 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 it's something In Search of or for Tomorrow, which is uh, the same exact, I think, uh, creators, but for sci-fi movies. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like I didn't know anything about it, and now I'm seeing all this shit about it, and... 
It looked amazing. So, like I said, it's 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 up there on my uh, priority list. It's it is it's it's very good. It's yeah. very very good. Very informative. It's just very entertaining. Uh, and I, I at least the first one I I highly recommend. And obviously, I'll watch the second one too. Yeah, I love like long horror documentaries. Like the fucking uh, the two that come to mind right away, obviously, but they're just series geared. Uh, the Elm Street documentary is amazing. Never, never sleep, sleep again. again. Yeah, I love that fucking documentary. God, it's so good. Yeah, and the um, the Camp Crystal Chris- Lake Memories. Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah, that's like another like four hour documentary. Yeah, they both are. Yeah, yeah, I love them. And I'll sit there and watch them all day. I oh, don't care. Yeah, I love them, man. <laughs> I can't, yeah. uh, but you know what I love about those two specifically? They get so in depth about every movie. Oh yeah. Like, they take their time. They, they get a and lot like, of people back, too. They do. And it's great to see, like, these people. Like, it, it, it always, like, takes a minute to click. Like, oh, shit, that's so-and-so. Because I've seen, yeah. like, I think out of horror franchises, I've seen Friday the 13th more. Yeah, no. I, was, I was the same way with Elm Street. Um, yeah, I watched them almost religiously at this point. Um, and I pretty much picked up on who was who more or less right away. Yeah. And a lot of them look very, very much the same anyway now, you know? They do. Like, a lot of these people have aged very well. Some of them not so much. <laughs> some of them got a little weird. <laughs> some of them did. Some of them did get you know weird. what I'm talking about. I know exactly We're not going to fucking talk about the elephant in the room with that one, but... Um, yeah, so whatever. Uh, I'm going to check that out. I'm glad you actually brought that up. Because I haven't um, talked about that with you, like, period. I, I keep meaning to text you no. about it, too. I'm like, hey, did you ever watch this? And I always forget. Um, yeah. I was I was thinking about that one today too because I was like scrolling through Shutter. I was like, oh yeah, I meant to ask Joe about this. Yeah. Uh, there is one more thing that I would like to bring up. What's up? Uh, because it happened uh, this weekend, and I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> and what? we kind of we, we we touched on this the other day. What are you talking about? Um. New York Comic Con was oh. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Comic Con was this weekend. We used to be a part of, by the way. How great we would did it, used to be a part used to be of that. that. How great would that have been if we were working there when this happened? Joe, I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, I was a, <laughs> such a dick thing to say. <laughs> I'm having a real hard time right now. I'm in a dark place. <laughs> I know. Um, no, now that I know what you're talking about, I know I know you were upset about this. Go, go ahead. T- tell the people what, you, what you're talking about. I'm going to tell the people. So, New York Comic Con was this past weekend. Uh, maybe the biggest thing they had going this year was their Ghostbusters Afterlife panel. Yeah. Uh, that panel took place Friday night. And something there was something kind of weird about it, too, because uh, this year... Yes, they did have the in-person convention. Lots of people went. But they were also selling digital packages for their panels. Right. You know, if you bought, you know, a certain $20 or $40 ticket, something like that. There was like a $20 ticket where you could get just like all the panels. Like virtually. Virtually, yeah. yeah. You could like go on and watch them. And I thought about getting them. I was like, nah, not really. I'm not really interested. Like I'm. Obviously, I'm interested, but I was like, you know, all that information that they talk about the panel, they're just going to talk about, you know, it'll be on all the websites and everything. So why waste my money on that? Um, I really 
obviously, had I been living in New York, I would have just gone. Right. You know? Um, they had those packages that they were selling. I decided not to do it. The day of, which was Friday, uh, I was looking online and they said, oh, by the way, if you want to live stream any of our panels for free, just go to the website. I'm like, oh, perfect. Because the cast was going to be there and they were showing, they were going to show, um, they said they were showing a couple of clips from the movie too. It's like, all right, great. I'll just, I'll just live stream it. I'll just watch it for free. That's awesome. And I think the panel was scheduled to be like an hour or something like that. Okay. So I sat down and I'm sitting there, I'm watching this panel and it's typical panel stuff. You know, they're talking to the cast. It's all the new cast, by the way, none of the original cast. The original cast Um, is in this movie, right? The original cast is in this movie. Yes. Um, but for the panel itself, it was just the, uh, the new cast who are the main cast members anyway. Right. Um, and it was good. It was fun. Um, they even had Halloween sixes, Paul Steven Rudd. No, Paul Rudd was not there. (laughs) What's he doing that he can't show up to a comic con? I mean, he might have actually been doing. First of all, it's Paul Rudd. Second of all, <laughs> I know being a dick. He might have been. Uh, he might have been being Ant Man. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Look, it pays the bills. Yeah. I'm um, sure he it, doesn't call a movie just a paycheck. <laughs> what we're doing just a paycheck three? I'm in. <laughs> right. Quantumania, paycheck mania. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they do the panel. The panel's good. You know, it's it's. A lot of what we already know, um, you know, Jason Reitman, the director Jason Reitman was there. His father, Ivan Reitman, was there. And just watching them talk was just a treat. Yeah, yeah, sure. I fucking love Jason Reitman. He's great. Yeah. He, he, he Not a bad movie yet. No, nah, man. He's made some great, great movies. He really has. Yeah. Um, but in any case, so then it comes time to show the clip. So the uh, the moderator says, I understand you guys brought a clip. You want to talk, you know, set it up a little bit. You want to tell us what we're about to see? At which point Jason Reitman starts going on about how patient everybody has been. And what a great fan base we are. <laughs> and as soon as he starts saying this, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then his father, Ivan, says, play the movie. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. I think Ivan has the power that they probably didn't plan that. and He could just say, play the movie. And I'm like, fuck They it. didn't even bring the movie with them. They <laughs> <laughs> just start acting it out on stage. Dance. <laughs> um, but no, they did bring so they the movie played, with yeah, them. Yeah, they, they played the movie. You told me about that. And I was, yeah, uh, they, they, had, they had their screening. I felt like I felt your pain. I, I, I even through text, I understood what you were going through, because there is not a Ghostbusters fan out there like you. And if there is, I don't want to meet him. <laughs> there are many who are worse. Watch Ghost Heads. I um, did see that movie. <laughs> I, I, you, you saw Ghost Heads? Yeah, I loved it. It's crazy. It's like Trekkies oh, with yeah. the Ghostbusters. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It absolutely is. Love but, that fucking cringe documentary shit, man. Like, oh, God. It's so good. <laughs> like, I, I'm a big fan of a lot of like nerdy things. I mean, obviously. Um, right. You know, we both are. But 
I don't really go to that level. Um, at least I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. There's probably some people that will agree or disagree, but I don't know. But um, yeah. But I love watching those crazy documentaries. I I, I saw Ghost Heads like fucking right away. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was, it was a, it, yeah. It was good. <laughs> I recommend I it. Do, wanna, I could do a whole episode. If you want to get cringed out a little case. bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but in any case, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of broke my heart a little bit, not being able to uh, be there and not having seen the movie yet. Um, but you know what? We're like six weeks out now. And they say that the reviews are really good in this movie. Oh, my God. The reviews are fucking fantastic. Yeah. I got to tell you something, man. I, not a huge Ghostbusters fan. You know, I, I like Ghostbusters. Um, I I wouldn't really be upset if it wasn't good. That's just because it's not like my one of my like big go to like things. It's not one of the franchises that I'm like really into. So if right. it was just an okay movie, I'd be whatever about it. But I know how much you love this fucking franchise, and for your sake, for little tiny Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Little boy, inside you, uh, scratch that. <laughs> for nine-year-old me, we'll say for nine-year-old me, who's still, who's still occupying part of my brain. For like, like just, just because like you're such a like a fanboy for this, like I wanted to be fucking so good. I would like trade a movie that I want to see that I want to be good. For you to have that moment. Like, if someone's like, hey, they're going to make the next 13th, Friday the 13th movie. I'm like, make it suck. I don't care. Make Justice Ghostbusters good. And that's what I would give up for you. And <laughs> I want this movie to be amazing. And it sounds like it already is. So, I Yeah, I, I, I don't think you have to do that. Yeah. Um, because I think from everything I've heard, Jason Reitman it's got the formula. knocked it yeah. out of the park. Everything's all set up for it to be a great movie. You know? Like, yeah. You got the right people on board. It's the right time to. All right. <laughs> All right. I've, I've had enough. Had enough of this. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to All you. All right. Yeah. Have a good one, man. All right. Until next time. Right, bye. Bye. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Uh, all the people that like saw Candyman's victims, their hair turned white. That was like what they kept telling everybody. I couldn't help but think about the fucking Crash Test Dummy song because was, every time they said that, I was just like, you know, <laughs> his hair had turned from black into bright white. <laughs> that stupid fucking face. God, it was a stupid fucking bad. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81 and if you want to follow me on slasher the horror-based social media site you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night
So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.